Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Hey there, I hope you are doing well. I'm doing all right these days. There are definitely times in business ownership that can be lonely and confusing. And a lot of the times it's because I've lost touch with myself. I've gotten caught up in doing what the quote unquote successful people are doing. And I didn't check in to see if those things really align with who I am and what I care about, or even if their definition of success is my definition of success. It's this very thing that I'm talking about with my guest today. Chrissy Mellinger is an authenticity and business coach. She helps women discover who they truly are and embrace that to show up authentically and confidently in business. After all, our businesses are tools for our lives, not the other way around. Chrissy holds dual bachelor of science degrees in finance and economics, as well as an MBA. She is the host of the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. As always, this particular episode may not fit in perfectly for you, but that's okay. There's messages in this for everyone. So let's jump in. We have a lot of fun on this one, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Chrissy, thank you so much for being here. I am so glad that you decided to join me today. Very excited about our conversation. Uh, Can we start at the, well, I I was going to say the very beginning, but that's such a Sound of Music reference. I probably shouldn't do that, but... (laughs) But, you know, when I think about this fact that you have a bachelor, I'm, I'm reading this to make sure I have right, a bachelor of science in finance and economics, as well as an MBA. And wait, do you like to say economics or economics? It's So it's economics, but if you shorten it, I say econ. So my See? husband likes to give me crap that it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I have to say I'm with your husband on this because I was like, I think I say both. I switch back mm-hmm. and forth all the time. Okay. So um, we're going to say that you have a <laughs> Bachelor of Science in Finance and Econ Economics, <laughs> <laughs> as well as an MBA. And I think that some people who are going to be super, like, if we were to to like kind of put you in a box on having an MBA and having this, this background in finance and economics, it's like, wh- where did coaching come from? Much less authenticity coaching. Like I get where you can land in coaching business owners like you do, but specifically authenticity. So can you tell us a little more about your journey? Yeah, absolutely. Because so I'm, I'm mid thirties. I'm, I'm pretty young and my whole life was so aggressively ambitious in like not not a divine sacred way but more of a I need to prove myself I need to prove that I can do this and I went hard and I love my degrees I loved the things that I went to school for but what lit me up throughout that entire thing was when I got to train people when I got to help people so my very first job out of undergrad was hedge fund administration and it was fun right like I get to play with numbers I get to do all these big giant billion dollar trades but the best part of it was training the newbie 
on how to like actually speak to a client because having a customer in like a part-time job with your barista is very different than having a client relationship because there's much more of an equal footing, right? We're partnerships here Mm -hmm. versus I'm working for you. And that was the best part of that job was training people like how, how to be more confident, how to say, Hey, Anthony, unfortunately I can't get that to you this afternoon, but I can get it tomorrow because your team sent it to me late. Like statement of fact, right? And then moving on when I worked for hotels, yeah, I liked the quantitative part. I liked the strategy. I like to be able to check off that, you know, I made millions of dollars over budget for years on end and I was very good at it. But the best part was training a newbie straight out of school on <laughs> on how to do this stuff and like letting them blossom and also letting myself blossom along the way. I'm I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm from up north in the US and it I spent three years in the South. Well, I spent four years in the South. And it's a very different culture. <laughs> and <laughs> And I've only visited the South. I haven't actually right? like lit because Visiting it, it's like a culture that you can visit and that you can kind of be like, I found myself saying sir and ma'am while I was visiting, you know, like I was like, oh, I just like got right into it. But that would be very different living there, like the the nuances of daily life there. Yeah. And you nailed it. It's, I love the South. I'm not, I'm not hating on the South, but the sir and ma'am and the respect, at least in my experience, went so far down to the path that at 25 I was leading strategy for the largest non-gaming hotel in the country. And I was 30 years younger than anyone else with power, with leadership and authority on my team, that there wasn't a way for me to really show up as myself. I'm, I'm blunt. I bold. I cuss a lot. Like that, that doesn't fly. So the authenticity was a struggle in that I wanted to show up mm. as myself because I've always been confident and always like owned that I'm amazing. And not in any, I mean, there were definitely times where it was very arrogant, but not in like a, <laughs> I'm amazing, right? But in a truly, I think every single human on earth is amazing. In an empowering way, like a self-empowering yes. way. Yeah. Exactly. So when 2020 came around and the hotel industry was decimated, I took that as the not so gentle kick in the butt from universe <laughs> to like go do the thing that I wanted to do, which was to help people. Yeah. And it went through multiple iterations. Wait, I was a, a generic life coach and then I was a hard strategic business coach. And along the way, I realized that what makes me special, what I really like to do and how I can help people the most is intertwining all of it, intertwining, owning that I'm weird and goofy and silly and that I can run multi-million dollar companies, that yeah. I can do all of it together and <laughs> like... I didn't put makeup on this morning. I put on like a little bit of mascara. I look like I'm probably 22. Like I don't look my (laughs) age. Like it's okay to be different. It's okay to show up and just be who you are and still rock it and still crush Mm -hmm. every single goal you want to crush. So it just, it was a life in progress kind of thing that brought me into authenticity coaching. Well, and that's like the best way for it to happen. That's the only way for it to happen, right? It's like you, mm-hmm. like you said, you said, um, aggressively ambitious. So <laughs> that was the phrase you used. And it's like, yeah, like there's that, it took that, right? And that was you at that time. Like not, maybe you didn't feel as authentic, but that was like your version of you at that time, right? That led to getting to shake all of that off. I like you when I, when I went into coaching, 
was a kind of like basic life coach, right? <laughs> like basic bitch <laughs> I feel life like coach. We all start that way. <laughs> well, because because it is a journey. I think I think becoming a coach in itself. I, well, I think that lots of people can be qualified to be coaches for lots of different reasons. You and I happen to go through a training process, and you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so, going through that training process is as much about learning about yourself, I think, as it is about learning how to be a good coach. But just because you're done with the training doesn't mean you know how to how to serve people the best that you can. You can serve people, but it might not be the way that is like your best version of serving people. And it sounds like you are like zeroed in now on your best version of serving people. And it's probably going to change again, right? Like things are going to change. You're going to change. Like I went through a divorce in the past. Like I've been a coach for 13 years. I went through a divorce in the past within the past six years. And so that changed my perspective on things and it changed the way I talk with people. And it doesn't have to be that they're going through a divorce. It just changed me inherently, you know? And so then that brings more, more richness to my coaching. So we're, I think we all just keep evolving and I love that. Now I want to touch on authentic and authenticity because I feel like, um, you know, you can think of it as like this certified antique that has an authenticity certificate, right? Kind of thing. But I think like it's kind of a word that can get tossed around. And I'm a big fan of like getting people on the same page about words. <laughs> I, I really like words. I'm a little bit of a word nerd in a way. But so for you, when you say authenticity, what does that really mean? And why does it matter? I mean, I have strong feelings about it too, but like, I want to make sure, like, I want to hear your take on it. I love that you called yourself a word nerd because that is such a great example of authenticity. Like that's you showing up and owning it. So for me, authenticity is about really knowing who you are. And I know that it's like technically a noun, but I think it's a process because as you said, we are always changing and growing. And I like to call myself an ever-evolving creature of chaos. We are always, always changing and growing. And being authentic is allowing yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. Allowing the fact that, yes, you've been coaching for 13 years. You've had many, many things happen to you in that time. And then you had this big, big thing six years ago and you're different. And that doesn't mean that who you were 13 versus six is not authentic, right? Me... Five years ago, being aggressively ambitious was authentic. It's a journey of just allowing yourself to be who you are without the judgment, without the, oh, I should be quieter. I should be more polished. I should be like X, Y, Z. It's what do you want to be? How do you feel the best about yourself? Because even if we were to go on and put on these different faces or facades of, oh, I can be really calm and cool and collected. I can be really polished. You're not going to feel really like yourself. You're not going to feel like, oh, this is me. I rocked it. I crushed it. It's going to be, I did well in that situation. Mm -hmm. So authenticity is about just being who you are and owning it. Without that judgment piece, you don't have to love all parts of yourself, right? That's, that's not what I'm saying either. Right. But just allowing them to be, just allowing you to be who you are. One of the things you said at the beginning of that was knowing who you are, right? And I think, I I think that is kind of the, the hurdle for most people. Hurdle, H-U-R-D-L-E, not hurdle the, the fun game that I play uh, most mornings. (laughs) Have you played hurdle yet? (laughs) 
I have not. No, but now I want to look at it. Oh, oh, it's great. It's like Wordle, but it's Hurdle and it's songs. Anyway, the hurdle that people I think have is that actually knowing yourself part. And, and I think it varies, you know, based on personality type and all that kind of stuff. I, I definitely prefer, you know, extroversion. I'm an Enneagram nine. So I am very outward facing, right? And other, the reflection of other people and talking with other people is how I learn about myself. So I think it can take time and effort and work to even know yourself before you can be yourself. So what does that look like for like a typical, not that there's a typical client journey, but you know, generally speaking though, generally speaking, like what does, what does that look like when you're working with people? Do you feel like they're coming into you? Cause you don't have to do it all, right? So do you feel like they're, they're coming into an engagement with you already knowing themselves and they're just not being themselves or are people coming to you because they know something's wrong and they're feeling, you know what I mean? They're feeling like this isn't right. I can't keep this up anymore, but they don't know who they are. I think it, it's both. It definitely is both, but more leaning towards something is off. Something mm-hmm. doesn't feel right. I, a lot of times it comes in as I've been doing all the things that my other coach or my other people or like all these other really successful women are doing, but it's not working. Like, what am I doing wrong? It's this sense of there's something inherently wrong within them versus Mm -hmm. sunshine. It's a strategy. Like the strategy just isn't your strategy, right? Mm -hmm. So there, it's varying degrees of how much there is awareness. And the first obstacle is just being aware of the fact that you have stuff to change. You have stuff to learn about. Mm -hmm. And it really starts with stripping down all of the societal conditionings and paradigms that we have, which are not ours. Yes. So many, so many. (laughs) Over 95% of what you believe is not actually yours. It's things that you thought. As humans, we are born with love. That's all. We're born with love. Mm -hmm. And we have all this stuff that we're not good enough or we have to do all these things. And the very first step is to just take stock of where you're at. If you are showing up in your business as, oh my gosh, I have to do it, what this person is doing because they're wildly successful and I have to do this and da 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 da. Why do you think that? Like, what is the thought process in your head of why you have to show up like whoever? Mm -hmm. Or why can't you charge a certain price? Like, really dig into those beliefs that you have and get to the root, I say in quotations, the root of it, because many times, Mm -hmm. As we go on this journey of knowing ourselves, you're going to get to one route and then you work through it and you process. And then like three months later, you're going to hit that same mindset and you're like, but I think I worked on that. But it hits differently. Uh-huh. It hits lower. Like, oh, that root branches off right? actually. <laughs> that root like goes bing and it has like all these different points that point all these other ways. Yeah. They might be just as big or they might be just a cluster of small roots, but still they're there, right? Like just... Know that, know that it's a journey, first of all, but really dig into and take stock of what's going on. And one thing that I think a lot of mindset coaches miss is it's not just the beliefs and thoughts and processes, it's the habits. Like that self sabotage, Mm -hmm. that procrastination, that perfectionism, that staring at Canva for 20 minutes, trying to get one (laughs) sentence right. Which we've all been there. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Right? Like, we've all been there. (laughs) Get out of my head. (laughs) All those habits are also part of your programming. Do you really need to switch that word 20 different times? Or do you just want to go out and be like, 
whatever, because you can't think of it. Like saying whatever doesn't make you any less professional. So the very first thing to try and go back to your question is just take stock of where you're at and see what feels really good. Like what is empowering to you? What is helpful to you in where you're going? Because Mm -hmm. really, if you think about it, every single thing that we do and believe is helpful to us. So even that perfectionism, that procrastination, it's helping you stay safe. It's helping you stay small. But if you want to have an empire and you want to grow this big, huge thing that changes the world, you can't stay safe. Mm -hmm. So making sure that it aligns with where you're going, not where you're at. Yeah, it, it it it's it's so funny. Our brains are trying to help us all the time, right? They're all it's always trying to help us. It just doesn't always know right. <laughs> what we're like. They're not all all the bits. I feel like all the bits of our brain don't always talk to each other. That amygdala is just like firing like crazy, mm-hmm. and then we've got other parts that have feelings and thoughts and dreams that they don't. They're not talking. They're not talking. Oh my gosh, you touched on on so many different things, and I that I want to like boop, 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 like <laughs> grab all of them and, and talk about all of them. Um. But one of those, one of the things is just like you said that, that, you know, 95% of, you know, what we think is not ours. I think that, and I don't know if it just, that's something that, that comes with age. I don't know if it's the time that we're in right now that we're in a very kind of revolutionary time where just these past, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 years have just been, you know, something, things are churning in a, in a way that is helping people be themselves more. Um, you know, the fact that I have a she, her in my Zoom, uh, yep. you know, <laughs> my, my Zoom title, all of those things. But I think that that is the, that's the hard thing to kind of deprogram is, is one thing that is occurs to me. But the other one that I really like is that you're, you're not just talking about the thoughts, you're talking about the actions. And I'm a, I'm a big action girl. I'm like, how do we take the next step forward? Mm-hmm. And it's not because you should take a step forward because you have to or you should. It's just like, you're not going to find out if you're going to stay in your head the whole time. Mm-hmm. You can run that through your brain as much as you want to, but let's put that post out there with whatever and see how people respond to it. Like, what if you putting blah, 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 whatever, right? You know, like, and you're not coming up with a perfect word is the thing that makes you more human and more approachable and less perfect so that people actually might want to work with you kind of thing, right? Like, yes. let's find out. Let's find out. I don't know. Let's find out, right? So I love that. And now, so like, it's it's fun to talk with you and get to like, hear how, you know, aligned we are. Because it always feels good to know there's other people out there <laughs> yes. like, doing work where people are getting to be themselves and they get to define their own standard for things. So one of the other reasons, though, that that made me go, ooh, I want to talk with Chrissy more was you talked about having, and I want to make sure I have it right, you said a sustainably successful business. And this is a big deal to me because I have for years talked about sustainable success as well. And it's just like that to me is it's kind of like, what's the effing point, right? What's the point of going after these big goals and you know blowing it out of the water if you're killing yourself doing it, right? If your blood pressure is high and your body feels shitty and like all of these different, and you don't have good relationships anymore because you let people down too many times, like all of these things. It's like, what's the point of going after those big goals if you're not going to enjoy the journey along the way, if you're not going to get to be yourself? So tell me what sustainable success actually looks like or what does this mean to you? Why is this so important to you? I I think I asked like four (laughs) questions in that. I apologize. I I get worked up sometimes. 
and and lose my ability to focus a question. <laughs> but I have to say before I answer you that I feel like talking to you is how other people feel talking to me because I'm the same way <laughs> where I just like go off on end and then I come back and I'm like, so, so like, what do you have to say? <laughs> yeah. So answer my question. So Damn I love it. it. I love it. Okay. So why is, here we go. Why is authenticity <laughs> key? Why is authenticity key to having a sustainably successful business? And for anybody who's listening who doesn't have a business, a sustainably successful life, like whatever that means to you, sustainable success. So why is authenticity the key to that? Because your success is different than my success. Because... No, it isn't. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the girl. Don't tell me. (laughs) It might be similar because you're a dog mom too. So it might be a little bit similar. (laughs) But the success in so many cultures heavily in the US, right? Success is coined as big titles, fancy cars, lots of money, looking the part of success, having the designer handbags, having all, you know, all the things, right? Whereas my success personally is yes, not ever having to worry about money. I grew up working class and their money was always an issue. But my my real heartfelt success is being able to take a Tuesday afternoon and hike with my dogs mm-hmm. or cut off early on a Friday and go to dinner with my husband to turn mm-hmm. off all my accounts, not look at anything Saturday and Sunday because I get to be present with the things that are most important to me. And if I were focused on the quote unquote success of America, let's say, of the money, of the number of clients, of a booked out schedule, I wouldn't have time for that. I wouldn't have time to get up and go to the gym, to set aside an hour to journal or meditate or draw or <laughs> sit and read Wheel of Time because that's what my what I'm craving, right? Yes. Yes. None of we're crazy, right? We're crazy to be entrepreneurs. We are learning so much about ourselves. Yes. I think about I think that like on a regular basis. Just I think just last night I was like about something to my wife. <laughs> and we're both entrepreneurs now. I'm like, oh shit, what what right? are we doing? Yes, we are crazy. We are crazy to be entrepreneurs. In the best possible way. Yeah. But we sign up. Like it doesn't happen by accident. It never happens by accident. We sign up for these journeys that is not a matter of let's make $20 billion in the next two years. Like that'd be cool. Sure. But if you're miserable and your body is beat to hell and your relationships, like you said, are non-existent, what is the actual point? Because not only Mm -hmm. are you from a health perspective, like setting yourself back, right? It's going to take you a long time to come back from whatever you've done to your body and your mind, spirit, all of that. But like, what is the fucking point? Exactly how Mm -hmm. you said it originally. We're doing this for a lifestyle. We're not doing this to have a lot of money or have a title. Like I am the CEO and founder of my LLC. What the hell does that actually mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know it cracks me up every time people use that as their title. I'm like, um, I have an LLC too. Right. Uh, but you know, it's what's interesting is I'm realizing like even how I framed up the question, you know, I'm judging like maybe somebody doesn't like having relationships doesn't matter to them, right? And it's that's unfathomable to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that's not who they are, because we I was just watching um 
the dropout. We just watched the dropout. Mm, I don't know if yeah. you've seen that about the, the Theranos founder and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's, that's like watching that to me is watching somebody who was not like that success was not sustainable. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, obviously she's like, she's like facing right. <laughs> yeah. prison charges Great and stuff example. like that. But like, right. Yeah. Very extreme, obviously. But even like, even my past relationship, my first marriage was very much a misalignment of what success looked like. Right. There's all these other things that we could have worked on to get on the same page, all these strategies that we could have worked on as, you know, with a a couples therapist or something like that. But none of that mattered if the vision of success was not the same. And to me, it's time freedom and quality time with my family and being able to make Halloween costumes for my nieces, but also being able to buy the stuff for the Halloween costumes (laughs) for my nieces, right? Not just like make them, but, or to be able to, like I did makeup and lashes for my friends, girls who went to homecoming, right? Like, to be able to just do that for them, but like buy the like kind of pricey lashes for them and like those kinds of things, right? So I love that what you're talking about is connecting the actions, the behaviors, the beliefs, and the vision. It's a very comprehensive and cohesive picture that you're that you're painting in terms of what people can do for themselves. And that's really cool. And I like how you said that too, because it can't be compartmentalized. When you work in corporate, it's a lot easier to see this. You know, you go in, you clock in and out, or you go to the office or whatever, and then you go home and you turn it off is the hope, right? Is the intention. Right. But if you're an entrepreneur, most likely you are working from home, or at least the boundaries are a little bit blurrier. Yeah. So if you are so like, I have to work so hard in this, and I'm going for the money, and I'm pushing, and I'm pushing, and I'm pushing... But it's really draining for you energetically to have five or seven one-on-one clients. Like you might have the best strategy in the world. Your marketing might be a hundred percent on point. But if you don't actually want more one-on-one clients, it's not going to happen or it is going to happen. And this one's worse. It is going to happen. And you're going to realize a month into a three month contract. I don't want a one year contract, (laughs) right? Like even. Like, oh, I really don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So if you can just align it all, because we are one creature, right? We're one creature with different facets to it. And no one part of that gets to be more important than the other, unless we choose for it to be. I choose for my family to be more important than my business. I choose for my health to be more important than my business. For you, for the random person listening, it might be different. You get to decide that as long as it all aligns together. So in that sense, like you don't serve your business. Your business is serving you. Obviously, you're serving your clients in like Mm -hmm. a lovely way, but your business is serving you. And I feel like that is this suddenly this recurring theme in my life in terms of like kind of the content that I'm taking in. Mm -hmm. That is how I feel and how I work with people. But again, it feels so good to find other people. It's like these little stars connecting, right? Yeah. You know, to find these other people out there who are helping people see the same thing. Like you're, you're not here to serve your home. Your home is here to serve you. You're, you know, whatever it might be, like all these environments. And, you know, a lot of times when I'm working with people on quote unquote productivity, it's really about your time, right? Like having your time serve you, right? <laughs> so that, that same kind of thing, like how do you want to spend your time and how do we create systems to support you in that, right? You get to decide. You get to decide your standard. You get to decide your definition of success. You get to decide all of these things. I love it. Okay. So one of the things you talk about is aligned visibility. Like, mm. what is that? 
how does how does that all work? Tell me more about. Oh, look at she. If you if we were like on video, if we were like streaming this live right now, she just did the like rub her hands together, which could be an evil sign, but it can also be a very joyful, excited sign. So tell, I can I have a feeling it's joyful, excited. It's so joyful, tell me more excited. about line visibility and what and and what's like. You also talk about visibility strategies. So tell me, mm-hmm. like, unpack all of that for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, tell me more. Tell me more. So definitely not evil because this is, this is my jam. Like, this is not all of my clients love me all the time for it. So there might be evil in it, but no. <laughs> so I, that's okay. So wait, real quick, mm-hmm. you guys, we as coaches, I know now I'm so glad you're saying it out loud too. Like, we do like pushing you and we do. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> that's our job. fun. <laughs> Well, and it's it's funny because I have a coach that I worked with, the amazing Lisa Alessi. She is an Enneagram coach. Worked with her years ago. And I remember she would like just nail me on something, mm-hmm. right? It was so much love. I mean, Lisa was is the like kindest, most wonderful woman. And I would be like, fuck you, yeah. Lisa <laughs> And she's like, I know, I know. <laughs> and that's like, I hope that each time I work with a client that, that at some point they're thinking that mm-hmm. like, Damn it, Elise. Like, why? <laughs> All right. Okay. So my nice, um, sweetly evil, Christy, right. tell us more about this. So visibility is simply how people know about you. Your business needs to be visible. If you don't have a business, you need to be visible. And it's how, how people know, you know, who you are, how you help them and what you do for them. It's the number one. It's the first layer of marketing. It's how you get eyes on your business. It's the numbers game of Mm -hmm. this podcast episode is a visibility strategy to get in front of new Mm -hmm. communities. Yeah. And it can feel, especially if you are on social media, there's so much being shoved down our throats of do reels every day, go live every day, push yourself in this way, show up this way, do the, the dancing and the all these things of like, you should do this. Point at things. Right? Like, <laughs> I am not coordinated enough to time my points to music. <laughs> I know I can't. I can't do the lip sync ones. My wife is like, just don't do them. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, we're told. We're told that that's what's going to make us, quote unquote, successful. Yeah. And I'm not, social media is powerful. I run, my biggest platform right now is Instagram. I run my stuff. Yeah, it's a tool. It's a tool. For sure. It's a tool, whereas aligned visibility is going back to that. How do you want to show up? Where do you get excited for? Where do you have the weird little rubbing your hands, happy dance? Like what gets you excited? (laughs) For me, I, I love talking. I love podcasts. I love speaking opportunities. I love trainings. I love going live. But for a lot of women in particular, there is so much fear around showing up. There's so much fear about staking our claim. Hey, I have this business. Hey, I'm doing something different. I'm putting myself out there as an expert, as a leader, as, as a, a very a feminine energy driven coach where my entire life was masculine energy, right? And there's so much that comes into the conditioning with it and so much fear of our own power. And I could like go on that for an hour. So I'm just going to leave it there. But (laughs) that'll be that'll be our next episode that we do together (laughs) is fear of our own power. Okay, keep going. But the aligned visibility is where and how do you want to show up? Do you want to do speaking engagement? Do you want to do really Mm -hmm. amazing long form blog posts? Like where 
does your magic get to come I out? just threw up in my mouth a little. <laughs> At the long form blog post? I tried. I tried. But this is a thing. You don't know. This goes back to the action again, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to try them. You're not going to know until you try them. And I, long form blog post, no, thank you. But Mm -hmm. somehow I can write a podcast episode. Like I don't like when I do my uh, solo episode, right? A presentation, like a keynote. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've done so many. No, thank you. Live Q&A. Fuck yeah. Put me in a live Q&A. Put me on a panel any day of the week, any day of the week, all day long. Right? Yes. And so like, you got to try it though. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you're going to know. Or unless, unless you really know already. I mean, there's some things you really know, like, oh, hell no, I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you have, Mike, have you tried blog posts? Is that why you had such a physical reaction? Yes. Okay. I had, well, I had a marketing expert, right? A marketing okay. expert tell me that to be, um, oh gosh, what is it? The, um, like a subject matter expert, hmm. but that wasn't, that wasn't one of what in the social media terms were. Okay. But like a kind of like an influencer, but in a more, mm-hmm. oh God, I'm going to get judgy. Okay. So let's just go away from that for a second. But anyway, she said, you know, okay, we need long form blog posts that are at least this long. And so I worked so hard at that and I hated pretty much every single moment of it. And so I, and so I was glad though that like I tried it. I tried it. I tried it. There was never a breakthrough on it. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to keep doing this. This does not have to be my approach. It works for a lot of people. It does not work for me. I could do it, but it's going to feel like crap. That, that is it. Aligned visibility is, uh, and it's business in general. There's a lot of stuff that we can do. There is a lot of stuff that we can force ourselves to do, but it's not about making ourselves do it. It's not about forcing ourselves to do it. It's what do you want to do? And there's such a disconnect because so many of us don't know ourselves, don't know truly like what we want to do, how we want to show up because we've been going along with the status quo of what we should be doing. And let me just like throw in this random tangent for a second because I think it's important. Do it. Do it. Should is a bigger curse word than fuck. Mm -hmm. Stop shooting yourself. We need to make it a four letter word somehow. Right? S-H-L-D. There we go. Don't do things that you should be doing. Do things that you want to do that align with your purpose, right? Like Mm -hmm. the thing it still has to make sense. And align with your results that are going to get you to where you want to go still. Yes. Like we're not saying don't market and don't create visibility. We're saying create visibility that you might actually enjoy, Mm -hmm. right? Because then your vibe comes through. Like, I love seeing you on your lives, right? Like, wait, are they lives or are they just videos? I'm oh, they're lives. <laughs> None of those are pre okay, they're lives. Those are lives. Yeah. But, but it's you being authentic. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a good, just like extemporaneous speaker. You can just like talk off the cuff because you're talking about things that you're passionate about. And you just, you let just the passion carry you through. Right. And that's fun for you. For other people, they are like, Oh my God, shoot me now. I don't make me do a live. That's another thing with visibility. It, it doesn't have to be on social media. And yes, you do have to show your face, right? We're, we're far past the point of like pretty graphics and a cool name. You do have to show your face, but it gets to be on your terms. If you want to go to an in-person event, do that. If you want to yeah. do big giant networking where you're just a number, where like my anxiety creeps up and I'm sweating if I'm in a room full of like 400 people, but that feels good for you, do it. If you want to go to like a yeah. coffee shop. Yeah, some, somebody is good at that. <laughs> like some people like 
work that room you know mm-hmm. like they got that yeah not me no I'm like in the corner and I find like four people and I talk to them really extensively and that's about it but like I'm like yeah I'm out right I, I put in my face <laughs> I did my time but do the things that feel really good while trying other stuff and getting outside yeah. your comfort zone because none of it's going to feel good at first yeah but like you said yeah, like doing your first live mm-hmm. is going to be intimidating and Chrissy has great – go to her Instagram channel because she has great – you do. You Thank have so, you. such great tips on going live. And sometimes it is about just like how do I do it? Mm-hmm. What are the steps? What are some thoughts – you know, right? To give it a shot. But give it a shot. Right. And then you can decide if you hate it. You might end up <laughs> but really don't decide you hate it. No, like I love doing reels. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do the lip sync reels, but I love – I and, and so I'm doing like a pre-recorded videos rather than lives. But I don't have a script. Yeah. I'm just like thinking about like what do I want to say. And sometimes I'll do a live after I work out because I'm just like feeling inspired. I'm, I'm like, hey, look at me being all sweaty. But um, <laughs> look at you it, being right? human and kick ass at the same time. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I'm completely like I'm somebody who puts on makeup every day, you know, does my hair. And I'm like, here I am, a big old sweaty red faced <laughs> mess. But there's something I really want to tell you, you know. <laughs> So yeah, it's like, it's, I, so I love that you're, I love what you said about, you know, do this stuff that feels really good while you try other stuff too, because you, you never know the thing that is the latest fad isn't the best thing for everybody, but that doesn't mean you can't try it because what if it is the best thing for you? Yes, absolutely. And it, and it gives you, it gives you a line visibility, something which then ties into the sustainable success because you can actually keep it up, right? Like you're attracting your people because your energy gets to come through and they see you for who you are. Yeah. I love that. Like I always was like, oh God, I'd be bad at dating. I basically married like my high school sweetheart and then got a divorce and met somebody and basically married a friend (laughs) that I had like known already. She and I were friends and then we became obviously more than friends. Mm Um, cause now she's my wife, but it, it was just like, every time I think about like the dating scene, I'm like, oh my God, that would suck. Mm, oh, I'm with you. <laughs> because I think that's another space where you can try to be somebody else. Or when people talk about prepping for an interview and I'm just like, and I don't coach people in that space, but when friends will talk about it, I'm like, the best thing you could do is be yourself and be authentic and talk about what you really care about. Cause if they hire a different version of you, then you have to be that that version of you because that's who they hired right and it's gonna hurt it's gonna it's gonna create conflict and rub it's gonna suck your soul so quickly you're gonna oh my gosh it's the biggest soul-sucking thing in the world to just try to be somebody else and to be something else absolutely all right Chrissy I feel like I could talk with you I know all day (laughs) about all the things but I gotta bring us to a final question. So we are all about moving forward. What matters most in this space? And so I'm curious just for you, what matters most right now in your life, in your work, wherever? And what are you doing to move it forward? So what matters most for me is actually radically shifting how I'm showing up in business. So I've been doing a lot of introspection the last couple months and visibility is my thing, like authenticity and visibility and power. So it's it's showing up less on social media where that's the hub. That's what I've been pushing for the last few years. And instead, mm-hmm. finding people like you where I can just talk to and it's like we've known each other for years yeah. and show up in that way. And yes, from a marketing standpoint, hit a bigger audience and be able to make more of an impact. Yeah but have more fun and not be so tied to like 
the freaking algorithm and things like that. So it's <laughs> yes, and timing it right? right and doing the right reel and getting the trendy mm-hmm. audio and all the things. Yeah. So yeah. it's my own I love it. My own work on that as like inspiration is bullet points, three things a day max that need to get done. Like what is going to move the needle, not what is the safe work that I need to update my website or I need to update this, but like <laughs> right. I need to pitch to podcasts. I need to finish my speaker shit, speaker sheets for conversion, <laughs> right? Yeah. But like find the things that are going to actually make a difference and not the things that feel safe. The things that like take you right outside your comfort zone and you're like sweating while you're putting it together. And then you're like, yeah. ooh, that's a really good look and speaker sheet. Like those are cool topics. And Let's then just do that. Do it, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. So uh, what I'm hearing is if anybody's listening and they're looking for guests on their podcast, they're looking for speakers, I'm Christy here. is available. <laughs> <laughs> and for and for those folks who are looking to have more sustainable success, to bring themselves, right, their true, authentic, real selves into their work, how should they reach out to you? How should they stay in touch with you? What's the best way? Yeah. So... <laughs> Instagram is still the best way to get a hold of me. My handle is my name, Chrissy Mellinger. And then you can also connect with me. I put out some very biasedly kick-ass newsletters every week or a week and a half. Um, so you can connect through my website. Same thing, chrissymellinger.com. And just hit me up. It's me. I answer all my emails, all my social media. Like it's, you're not talking to a VA or someone else. So if you've got a question, pressure-free conversation. I, I really genuinely love what I do and how I get to help people. So just reach out to me, comment on my stuff, send me a DM, send me an email. I'm here for it. Love it. Oh, wait. And you have an awesome freebie. Can you tell us more about that? We're going to put a link to it in um, the show notes. Yes. So it's all about not playing small because when you are inauthentic, you are playing small. You're playing into this box that other people want to put you into. So it's got a a small recorded video. It's got a download PDF to like help you embody who you get to be. And then there's also, I love meditations and chakras and all that kind of stuff. So there is a a chakra meditation on that as well, just to help you get out of that playing small and into the being the really big, amazing person that you are. Oh, I love it. I think you're an amazing person. I'm so glad that we got to connect. And you know, the way we got to do that, you guys, was through a Facebook group all about podcasting. Mm -hmm. And so- Really, if you're feeling, I sometimes feel lonely in my work, right? And so podcasting is a way that I get to just connect with more people. And I love it because I love helping people get a message out there. So think about that. Think about the groups that you can join that will help you feel more connected in the world. And so I'm grateful that I joined that group and got to meet you, Chrissy. Thank Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I have listened to so many of your episodes already. And I just think you're such a fabulous host. And thank you so much for having me. Like, I'm so great that we could. I'm so glad that we connected. This was fabulous talking to you today. Ah, thank you. In case you couldn't tell, I had fun chatting with Chrissy. Some big themes that I heard were... Your uniqueness is absolutely essential in your business. So let that freak flag fly is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Know yourself and be yourself. Now, that's not always easy for everybody to know themselves. And sometimes that takes getting some support. So obviously, Chrissy could help you with something like that. The third one I heard was align your visibility tactics with your own style. If you're going, if you are not going to, but if you want to be getting your business out there in a bigger way, make sure that what you're doing 
fits you, works for you. And finally, try stuff. Just try stuff. You know me, I'm a big fan of running little experiments and taking action. And I've noticed that people spend a lot of time in their heads thinking about all the things that could go wrong or why something won't work or what could work. And there's just a lot of agonizing that happens inside of your head. And the only way to really find out if something is going to work for you is to just try it. What is, you know, one small thing you can do. So how could you try being more authentic in your work this week? Well, let me phrase it this way instead. So yes, I'm going to phrase this as the question of the week. What would showing up in your business as your true self look like? Take some time to think about that. Write it down. Think about the things that you would do to show up more as you in your work. If you want a little help with all of this, check out Chrissy's free guide, Show Up Fully As Yourself. Of course, we'll include a link to this free guide in the show notes, so be sure to check it out. Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep moving forward what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.